you ever find yourself wondering, how did I get so negative? Why am I always so down on myself? When are things gonna get better? When are things at least gonna be okay? I feel like I'm always just a minute from going through the worst thing ever. I, I never know what's gonna happen. Why do I feel so guilty every time I feel even a little bit happy? If you do, you might be dealing with a narcissist or maybe the discard or the end of a relationship with one. In any case, there are things you need to know to get through this and today I'm going to share three really important facts with you. So whether it's your best friend, it's your husband, your boyfriend, your wife, your girlfriend, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your neighbor, this one's for you. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So before we dig in too deep, I'm going to go over a couple of things with you. First of all, narcissists, as we all know, they're conceited. They are self-important. They exaggerate their accomplishments. They need endless praise to function. And if they don't get it, they turn to narcissistic rage, narcissistic injury, and generally abusing you. They also have this very strange ability to just completely destroy any accomplishments, minimize, hide, ignore accomplishments that you've had, and even sometimes to take credit for them themselves. That's because the narcissist thinks that they are the most important person in the world, or they need to think that. And they have this thing where they are incredibly entitled. It's shocking sometimes the level of entitlement that a narcissist will have. Of course, this dramatic behavior of theirs has a huge effect on the lives of the people they claim to love. It makes your life feel really tragic and you're anxious all the time and you find yourself really in a perpetual cycle of being cut down so the narcissist can feel better than you, having your confidence destroyed, your self-confidence, your self-esteem beaten up, and eventually you go down a horrible spiral that leads to you being absolutely devastated, right? Does that sound familiar? No matter who your narcissist is, you might find, your, you might find yourself living in a big delusion. You probably find yourself, or maybe you never did this before, but when you've been with a narcissist, you find yourself putting your own needs behind theirs and being so desperate to prevent them from being angry or sad or whatever that you literally give up what you want in order to give them what they want. Here's a simple silly example. There's a piece of pie left. It's your favorite kind of pie in the whole wide world. The narcissist is like the first time they ate the pie, they're like, this pie is terrible. I'm never eating this again. So you see this, the piece of pie sitting there and instead of just assuming that you can eat it because the narcissist said they don't like it, you first need to ask the narcissist, hey, are you gonna eat that? Because you don't want to take the chance that you'll eat the pie the narcissist wants and then later regret that behavior. I know that's a silly example, but think about it. Bottom line, it leaves you feeling really terrible most of the time. Even if you feel like you want to live in your own personal truth, the narcissist makes it almost impossible while you're in the relationship. So there are certain things, like I said, that you have to realize in order to, to clear yourself of that narcissistic delusion. So if you want to detach properly from the narcissist in your life so that you can move forward and become healthy, I'm going to share with you three important things you need to remember and do. So let's get to it. The first thing you need to remember is that a narcissist will expect you to give up everything, will expect you to bend over backward and forward and sideways and twist yourself into a little pretzel in order to make him happy. And that's terrible. But 
What they won't ever do is appreciate all of the efforts and all the sacrifices that you make for them. So you have to remember, when you're dealing with someone like a narcissist who is so focused on themselves and their own needs and who is so incredibly selfish, you often, like like I said, you often find yourself just letting them have their own way and doing what they want and even conforming yourself to be what they want just so that you can keep them happy. Even when it's outside of your normal ethical behavior, you bend and change your boundaries in order to make this person happy. So here's an example of how a narcissist doesn't really give you any gratitude or even recognition for what you do, okay? So I was dating a narcissist when I was younger, I know you're shocked, and this person said to me, hey, we're gonna get together on this day at this time, I'll be at your house, we'll hang out, it'll be great. I was into it, of course. Well, this person never showed up that day, and I, at first thought, well, this is odd, and then I, okay, I gave up, you know, and although I waited for them the whole night, and I really kept trying to call, there was no texting, really, I mean, there was some texting, but it was different than today when you were hyper-connected, right, and so eventually the person never showed up. Well, three or four days later, I saw the person's um, parent at the store, and I asked, hey, is this person okay? I want to make sure he didn't have any trouble or I'm a little worried. He said he was coming that day and he never came. Well, a day or so later, I got another call from that person and I was told that, you know, he, he was just depressed and hadn't been feeling well and, you know, that's why he didn't come. No apology, no real logical explanation. And later I learned that that was a big fat lie, that he hadn't been depressed, that there were other issues happening at that time. So obviously I waited hours without even a little bit of an apology. But of course, if the situation had been reversed and I had been the one to not show up, even if I did have a logical explanation, all hell would have broken loose, right? Recognize that? Mm -hmm. Of course, even though I didn't consider myself the type of person that would put up with that stuff, the truth was that I was, and I did. And that narcissist then saw that as, in my opinion, a sign of weakness. You know, you don't want to be petty. You don't want the narcissist to ruin the whole day. And so you give in, you give up. You eat where and when they want you to eat. You watch the shows they want to watch. You don't complain. You just, thank goodness it's peaceful for once, right? We tend to conform to the narcissist. And that's one of the reasons that they keep us in the first place. That's why they keep coming back to us because they go and they find people they consider more new and exciting and different, even though they're really not new and exciting and different. And they latch onto those people. Well, those people don't supply them properly. They don't conform to what the narcissist wants. So those people don't stay around. So we do all these things for the narcissist and they never appreciate it. They never say thank you. They never change their behavior toward us. They treat us like we're not doing those things. And no matter how often or how thoughtful we become, this does not change because they see it as we're giving them what they're already entitled to. You feel me? This brings me to number two. For all of the things that you have done right, there are so many things the narcissist believes you have done wrong. And those are the things, my friend, that the narcissist will always remember, okay? So they don't remember the good things, but they certainly remember anything that you did that was not perfect or ideal for them. And you know what I'm talking about. If you've been with a narcissist, you know that you probably felt like a perfectionist a little bit here and there, right? Because nothing you could do is good enough. Nothing you say is right. Even when you do everything they ask, somehow you miss it. You don't get it the way they want it. Their expectations are outrageously unrealistic and in general, their standards are not even possible to meet. No human could. They couldn't even meet them. The narcissist is more than a perfectionist. They are a they are unrealistically perfectionistic. So the only way that they allow themselves to feel special 
is by demanding special treatment from everyone around them and and to do so in an un you know they, they expect you to blindly do what they want without questioning them blindly trust them without questioning them and they will demand absolutely nothing less than absolute perfection from you at all times so as long as everything around them appears perfect and all the people connected to them appear perfect they think everything's fine otherwise they see it as you're reflecting unfavorably on them so for example if we have a narcissist mother and a, a daughter or son who let's say the daughter or son you know doesn't win the science fair or, or loses some big scholarship well the narcissist mother doesn't comfort the child for not winning or losing this the scholarship the narcissist mother attacks the child because they embarrassed her they made her look less than my child should have gotten that because I worked so hard to be a mother they take it all very personally does that ring true for you at all as well so basically as long as you do anything at all that isn't perfect the narcissist keeps a long list of all the things you did wrong Certainly they don't notice or recognize positive behavior. They just assume that's how you're supposed to be. They'll say things to you like, well, I don't get complimented for doing my job at work, like as though they're your job. Anybody ever, ever experienced that? I got that one pretty often. So what is the use? Why bother to conform to the narcissist if you're not gonna get any credit for your behavior? What's it going to do if nothing that you are doing right is getting any credit? Why do you want to stay with someone who is going to continue to beat you down and only notice the things you're not doing the way they want? The fact is that conforming to the narcissist behavior has hurt us more, conforming to their demands has hurt us more than we can possibly imagine. It has changed our lives in sometimes very negative ways. The plus side, the good news is that we can take the, our lives back and that's why I do what I do. All right, let's get on to number three. If you put your own needs aside long enough, you really truly start to lose your sense of self. You stop being who you are supposed to be. You stop being who you are. You start not knowing who you were in the first place. Anybody experience that one? Let me know in the comments. Even if you're not with the narcissist today, you probably find yourself, anytime you have to make a decision, somewhere in the back of your head, you, you find yourself wondering, well, what would the narcissist think about that? Whether it's your mother, your ex-husband, ex-wife, father, whatever, because you have spent so much time being criticized by this person that, that their criticism and the way that they would automatically judge you is always in your head, even if you're not actively dealing with that person. So for example, maybe you heard about this great new app and everybody's talking about it and it's an app that'll change your life, let's say. This is a silly example, but just go with me. And you heard from the narcissist that that app or that type of app was complete bullshit and never would work so part of you is afraid to even look at the link that somebody sent you about this amazing app that will change your life sound familiar or maybe it's like you heard about the new Atkins diet or the new whatever diet and you know several people it worked for but then you heard from the narcissist that it was a bunch of crap and those people are all liars so you might not even consider trying it because the narcissist said it was crap. Maybe you buy a certain car because the narcissist wanted that car, said it was the best kind of car. You don't even realize that you might be making choices in your life based on this narcissist, whether you're still in contact with them or not, based on the things that they stuck in your head. I, I think I've told the story before where they, you know, I had a narcissist when I was a small child tell me that she didn't like it when, when adults, people, would, when anyone would call her baby, sweetie, honey, darling, whatever. Uh, because she felt like it made her feel minimized as a person like she wasn't you know she was they were looking down on her well I noticed when I was right after I went no contact I noticed that 
uh, an old lady at the grocery store had said to me, oh, here's your change, honey. She called me honey. And I felt real annoyed by that, but like bristled. I was like, why would she? And then I thought, wait a minute, why am I reacting this way? Because at that time in my life, I was going through all of these epiphanies and realizing all these things were changed, changed different. And this particular moment, I realized that I didn't really care if that lady called me honey. It didn't bother me at all. You call me baby or honey or sweetie or whatever, you know, just call me. And so in that moment, I realized, oh my God, this is just one of a whole bunch of false beliefs that I have. And so that's something that we all find ourselves going through as we end our relationships with narcissists. We find ourselves, or when we just realize we're in one, we find ourselves looking back over our personal beliefs and our personal thoughts and how many of them aren't actually our own can be very upsetting and shocking. So be prepared for that. So what about what you want? Do you even know what it is? If the narcissist had never been a part of your life, who would you have dated? What would you have thought? What would you have done with yourself? What career would you be in? What movie would you wanna see? Where would you wanna live? Now is the time to start asking yourself what you actually want. It's kind of amazing. And one of the things I do with my clients is I tell them, hey, listen, this is the miracle question. Tomorrow morning, you wake up and a miracle has happened. You no longer have to worry about the narcissist. You no longer have to worry about money. Everything is perfect and exactly right. Now close your eyes and tell me what you see. What is your miracle? That is the first step to figuring out what you actually want in your life is if, if I never had to worry about money and I didn't have to worry about the narcissist, what would I want my life to look like? If I woke up tomorrow and my life was perfect for me, how would that look? See, if you can learn to not put the narcissist needs first, that's gonna make a huge difference for you in your life. Even if you're still with a narcissist or still dealing with a narcissist, you need to start putting your own desires, needs, wants first. And that is because when you consistently give the narcissist what they want, when you consistently bend to their will, let them be selfish and, and in, in fact help them be selfish by giving them exactly what they tell you they need and want or what they demand from you, what they think they're entitled to from you, it's like they're saying, hey, I'm gonna dig a hole and I want you to just go ahead and toss your self-esteem in there and I'm gonna bury it and then I'm gonna stand on it and jump on it. And then you're like, oh, hey, cool, I'll help you. Don't help them dig the hole, honey. Stop, stop doing that to yourself. The fact is, so many of us don't want to think that a narcissist is just a lost cause. We want to think we can help them and save them and fix them. But let me ask you a question. What would happen? And this is, by the way, the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what would happen if you took all the energy, all the love, all of the positivity, the positive, the, the plus side, all of the negative? What if you took all of your energy and you put it into loving yourself? What if you took care of yourself as well as you took care of the narcissist or better? What would happen if you actually gave yourself the gift of unconditional self-love? That's the question of the day. Share your thoughts in the comments below and let's talk about it. I think you can become the person you wanna be. I think you can satisfy yourself. I think you can be happy. I think I'm living proof of it. Tell me what you think. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me?
If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.